and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ebert Knight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. And today on the show, we are talking about when can I buy my next investment property? And what we are going to do is we're going to go through a spreadsheet. Yes, we are. So (laughs) we're going to take you through the spreadsheet we created for our most recent webinar, which was all about creating a property portfolio. And the spreadsheet, which you can download for free, by the way, we'll give you the link in the show notes or at the end, just because I've got to remember what it is. It tells you when can you afford to purchase your next investment property. And you can do this up to 10 times in order to be able to map out how you might be able to build a portfolio over time. And so what I thought we'd do in today's episode is we've got a kind of dummy portfolio in there already. And we're just going to talk through how you might use the spreadsheet or how an investor might grow a portfolio over time, primarily looking at the equity side. And Andrew's going to walk us through what he would do with this. So Andrew, talk to us about the portfolio that you've set up that this investor has. And then I'll talk about some of the cool things the spreadsheet does. And then you can tell me what you want to do with it. And we'll build this investor portfolio. Yeah, now I've got the initial setup of something that I might see every day with an investor, and then I've got kind of the planned out what I'd like to create in terms of a wealth wheel, which we spoke about at the webinar. So, so a portfolio which pays for itself with a combination of growth and yield properties, and then we'll assume that this person's just got you know enough money they can borrow money from the bank, and their their restricting factor is going to be their equity, and so we're going to work out when they can potentially buy these next properties. So the setup is that this imaginary investor lives in Wellington. And they've got a house worth a million dollars with a 50% mortgage, so mortgage of 500000 on principal and interest on a 15-year term. And, and I'm working on an interest rate of 3% at the moment. And then the next property that they have is they also already have a townhouse in Christchurch that they've bought as an investment new build. And the value is 650 and the mortgage is 650 and that's an interest-only mortgage. Now, we're working on the basis that they've structured everything correctly. Now, what I'm wanting to add to this person's portfolio, my kind of my ultimate wealth wheel properties is, and we'll do this as soon as possible, they want to buy an Auckland townhouse and they want to buy a Christchurch house, and they want to buy a Wellington apartment. So the first two being good growth properties, and then the third being a yield property to help fund that. Now, the Auckland townhouse, we're going to say today's value is 900000 We'll say that the Christchurch house is 750000 and Wellington apartment seven fifty. And the growth rate we're going to use, Auckland, we're going to say 6% growth, Christchurch, we're going to say 5% growth, and Wellington Apartment, I'm going to use 4%. And we'll work on the basis that they can borrow 80% because it's a new build. So now the great thing about this spreadsheet is you can put in today's value, and it can tell you what your future value is, but also the equity you're going to need to be able to buy that in the future. For example, Auckland Townhouse at 900000 today, you'd need to have 180000 worth of usable equity to buy that. In seven years' time, you'd need to have 271000 So again, we're going to plan this out over time. And the idea of this is that you can show that your portfolio can be built over time. And again, we're really going to focus on this wealth wheel concept. So the first property, we've worked on that having a contribution or an investment of $50 a week. So the cash flow is negative $50 a week. That's what I put in as my contribution towards my investment because I've borrowed 100%. And obviously use the return on investment calculator in conjunction with this to kind of work out those things. And then I'd kind of be thinking that probably a Christchurch house might be as well, $50 a week and the Auckland townhouse might be $100 a week. And then the Wellington apartment might be positive $200 a week, which would give us a neutral cash flow across the board if we could build this. So tell me, Ed, what can I buy today? Because I don't have enough equity to buy the Auckland townhouse, right? 
No, so right now you've got a total usable equity of 170K. So what do you want to do right. with that? Do you want to buy the Christchurch okay. house straight away? Sounds like monopoly. Now, the Christchurch house, I would absolutely buy straight away because remember, bank criteria changes all the time. You're always going to regret the deal you don't do. So let's go with the Christchurch house now. So 5% growth, 750. I'm going to use up 150K equity. Now, I always tell investors that it's better, if you can afford to, to focus on the growth properties first and then complement that with the yield. Because if you run out of steam with the bank, you're better to have three growth properties rather than two growth and a yield if you're wanting to build long-term wealth. So chuck that in, Ed, and tell me where we we get to. Cool. So we pop in that 750k property and that means that what are we looking for? We're looking for, what's the next property you want to add to that, Andrew? I want to do Auckland next. So today it was 180 that I needed, but can you project out based on this, based on the Christchurch house and the Christchurch townhouse being interest only and the principal and interest on my own house in Wellington and 5% growth on the Wellington house, how long before I can buy that Auckland townhouse? That's going to be three years. So it'll be. No, that's not that far away. No, so year three. So that's in three years' time. You'll need 208K worth of usable equity in order to purchase that. At that point, that property is probably going to be worth somewhere around just over a million dollars. And we're projecting that at that point, you'll have 230 odd K worth of usable equity. And we can see that in the graph there. So just to let me use all of the drop downs. So that property will be worth 1.04. We expect you'll be able to buy that in year three. Do you want to pop that in? Yep, let's put that in. Now, I wish buying houses was so easy. Okay, now the next property that I want to buy, so remember I'm paying $50 a week towards my townhouse, I'm putting $50 a week to my house, I'm putting $100 a week towards my Auckland townhouse, so I'm paying $200 a week, $10,000 a year, but I own three rental properties, which is awesome. So now I want to put the Wellington apartment in. Now, just one thought that's just jumped into my head, Ed. I'm working on 80% LVR, which means, you know, today I need 150 to buy a 750 apartment. But one thing to remember with apartments is sometimes you can't borrow as much, particularly when it's a dual key. So dual keys, some banks will only lend 50%. So this could push it out to a ridiculous length of time. But just let's try it. Just bear with me. Let's do a 50% LVR ability on a Wellington apartment that's a dual key apartment. Now tell me, based on me having bought my three rental properties and I've still got my house, how long before I could buy a Wellington apartment with 750 today at 4% growth if I was only going to a 50% LVR? Is it drastic? We're, look at, we're looking at year eight, so five years after that's purchasing that townhouse. You're okay, not too so worried do about that. that? No, I'm not too worried about that because what I want to see is like a 15-year plan, so 15 years from today, because then I could maybe ease back on work a little bit after I've bought that property because I'm no longer topping up my rental properties. I can live off the other investments that I've got and I can own all these properties for 15 years and I'd be curious to see how much equity I've got. So chuck that in in year eight and that's positive $200 a week of today's money. So then I've got a complete wealth wheel. I've got my Christchurch townhouse is the first one I bought, costing me $50 a week. I've got my Christchurch house costing me $50 a week. My my Auckland townhouse costing me $100 a week. So my entire contribution to my portfolio at that stage is $200 a week. Not bad for three rentals. And then I've added on a Wellington apartment, which will get me less growth, but it will provide me with the income I need to have a complete wealth wheel. Cool. So over time, we're looking at by the end of this 15-year plan, you'll own just over... $8 $8 million, let me get the exact figure for you, but we're projecting a portfolio size of about $8.4 million. That's across the four investment properties and the own home. By the time that owner-occupier, which started off at 500 k by the time that's paid off, 
at the end of the 15 years, we're looking at, looking at about $3.5 million worth of debt. We're looking at a significant amount of equity because you've purchased, you know, four investment properties. You know, at just shy of, gosh, it's quite a bit actually, isn't it? Five, five, it's actually five huge, isn't it? Of equity. God, you can make some money through property as long as you get the assumptions. It's quite <laughs> amazing. Honestly, it amazes me as well. But actually, do you know what's cool about this, Andrew? It's not so much just the numbers of saying, oh, gosh, you know, well, you can't make some money through property if you do it for long enough. Um, the really <laughs> cool out. thing is seeing that as you start to purchase more and more properties, it gets easier to add the additional one on. And yes. Yes. It, it, it's not until you plug it in that you think, oh, gosh, because in this model, uh, this person would be able to purchase another Auckland townhouse in year nine, the year straight after yeah. purchasing the Wellington property. Yeah. Because you just tell me, take out the Wellington House value and Wellington House mortgage just so I can know what my investments are worth in 15 years' time. So excluding that specific property, your equity has gone from about 5 mil down to about 2.9. So in that case, it would have made up about you know 2 mil odd of that total equity. Reason behind that is that property had no mortgage on it by the end of it because you've been paying principal and interest. So no, just to put that into no. context as well, if we've got that $2.9 million worth of assets, in today's money, that's about $2.148 million. So $2.15 million. And if we said, look, you're going to live off a passive income on that, you're talking about about an 86 k per year pre-tax passive income that you're living off. Now, bang on, let's say you're married and you're getting the superannuation. Not that you might want to factor that into your, your wealth plan. Then you're potentially living on about 130-ish k pre-tax, 140-ish k pre-tax, which is pretty good, actually. That's great. I mean, that's awesome. And given that the portfolio is funding itself, and look, 15 years is a relatively short time. It might sound like a long time sometimes, but you know, if you're 35 today or 40 today, you know, you're talking about that kind of wealth by the time you're 55. It's pretty impressive. Now, just walk us through as well, Andrew, what we're not talking about in this specific spreadsheet. So what's the limitation? What does it not cover? So we're not factoring anything from servicing into account. So you have to be able to afford that lending if you're going to go and borrow it from the bank. So we're making the assumption that an investor can afford that level of debt. I believe that's something that you want to work on in the future, Ed. Is that right? Or am I just signing up for more projects? Yeah, at the time that we're recording today, I think we've just released the servicing podcast that we recently did. So if enough people text me in and say they want that spreadsheet, then we'll start to develop. But but if nobody messages in, then we probably won't because nobody's interested (laughs) in it. I'd say you'll get a few texts. Maybe I should just start texting you in jobs that I want done. Hey, listener of the show, I'd like this done. (laughs) Would you you mind doing a job for Andrew? Maybe I'd get more done. No, if it mentioned your name, Andrew, I'd know it was the case, and so I wouldn't do it. (laughs) Hey, I tell you what as well. If you want to download this specific spreadsheet, want to play around with it yourself, go to opuspartners.co.nz slash portfolio, or just tap or swipe over the cover up. If producer David reminds me, I'll drop the link in there as well, because it is pretty cool and pretty exciting to say, okay, well, I can't do something right now, but... You know, in a couple of years, I'll be in the position to potentially be able to do this based on a certain level or a certain number of assumptions. Ed, do you think you could actually do an upload as well for this link, or am I making more jobs, just with this scenario? So if people want to actually compare what we've said on the podcast versus what we've actually put in, maybe that'd be an interesting way to look at it. <laughs> Producer David, if you remind me, I'll do it. 
Right, let me just save this. I'll say that currently the yeah. file name is just A because Andrew's called it <laughs> A. So I'm like, oh, let me put it into the right folder. And producer David, just remind me and we'll make sure that gets in there. Hey, look, let's wrap it up there. But please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. Really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, if you want to come along to our next webinar, then tap on swipe over the cover. I'll drop a link in there. What are we talking about, Andrew? We're going to talk about how to live off your portfolio, how to actually create that exit strategy for yourself so that you can make sure that you've got an income coming in for life. Cool. So tap a swipe over the cover art or go to opusparts.co.z slash webinar. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Epic Knight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.